Hey friend, are you looking to start a fun business on the side, but don't know where or how to get started? Are you in direct sales, network marketing, or social retail and looking for tangible ways to scale your business? You've come to the right place. Welcome to the Socially Selling Podcast with me, Becky Baxter. I was a teacher by trade turned entrepreneur. I am a mompreneur who has invested time, energy, and resources into growing a multi-million dollar business, all while playing the role of wife, mama, leader, friend, and CEO. I will share tangible tips, hacks, and raw moments that have led to my continued success. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of these real-life messy moments that have created incredible magic and changed the trajectory of my life. Let's get into the episode. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. So you are either listening on the Fierce Identity Podcast with myself, Monique Scripp, or you are listening to Socially Selling with Becky Baxter. So we are so glad you're here. Hello, Becky. Hey. <laughs> hey. Okay. So we are doing a three-part series. So you may have heard our announcement. You may have heard last week's episode about thriving in your health and energy. If you have not listened to those, please go back and listen to those episodes. And today we're talking about how to thrive in your time management. So this is something that both of us get a lot of questions about and people who say, you know, I don't have any time. Like, how do you get everything done? So we're going to unpack that today. We're going to talk about that today. So Becky, what are your thoughts on time management? Ah, I feel like it's, it's the mysterious uh, concept of having balance, right? I think it's, I used to say, oh, it's a myth, like to have balance in your life. Um, And I believe, you know, we can have all the things. It doesn't mean we have to have them all the time though. Um, And sometimes it means we can't have all the things all the time, but I do believe in the whole concept of what is sustainable, you know, what can I consistently do? What can I consistently, you know, provide for my team and how can I, you know, ensure that I'm not overdoing it so that I don't come to that place of burnout that we've been talking about. Um, And to me, something I learned I guess I can kind of talk a little bit about when I was working towards a huge promotion. So many of you know, I was with Pampered Chef before, um, before, just just recently I resigned, I guess this last year. And I guess it was when I was working to promote to executive, we had, you know, all the things going on. I was pregnant with my second. So I was already exhausted from that. And I mean, I was just, I think my adrenaline, you know, I was just like, run, 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 all the things. I was so excited and motivated. And my team was, you know, the culture was there. The excitement was there. The numbers were there. Everything needed to happen. And I can remember, you know, I had Evelyn and then um, we promoted like two months later to an executive team. And it was so exciting. I mean, I, you know, was thrilled, amazing, whatever. But then as soon as it was like two days later, right, the promotion went into effect. Yay, raw, we did it. And then two days later, I'm like sitting at my desk and I'm literally just like, 
numb because I was so tired. I mean, I had literally just like hit this wall. Like I even looked at my husband and I was like, I just don't think I can keep doing this. Like, this is exhausting. I just don't think I can. And he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like everyone calm down, you know, let's just put, put, put the brakes on. Well, at this point in time, I first of all had a newborn baby. Nobody is thinking logically after you have a newborn. Right. Um, lack of sleep. You know what I'm saying? Like I had a major lack of sleep. I didn't have an assistant. I didn't have a nanny. I mean, I was just, I, I was doing all the things for everyone. Right. Plus my home and, you know, it was just a lot. And in that moment, he was like, we need some help. And it, it was like, right then when he said that, it was just this relief, like, oh, well, it's not that <laughs> like, oh, that, yeah, yeah. I just need help. Like I can handle the, this. I just need to delegate some things. Yeah. And you know, I, I love that story because I think a lot of people are listening and they're not even thinking about that. Like not even thinking about, oh, I can pass this responsibility on to somebody else, you know? And when it comes to delegating, it's always needing to be the things that other people can do so that you are able to focus on the areas that only you can do. So if only you can lead your team, if only you can, you know, do the work you're doing and somebody else can help with house cleaning, somebody else can help with nannying, like all of those things, then, you know, you have to really consider. And sometimes people also like, there might be people who are listening that maybe you're new in your business and you're like, well, I can't afford that. Like you think of help and you're like, I can't afford that. But the other thing we'd encourage you to do is stop and look at the numbers, because if you, let's just use childcare, for example, let's say you had just a few hours of childcare that you were able to go and work on your business. The time that you would spend working on your business, are you able to take that opportunity and really duplicate. And it might be, it might not be right away, but long-term, like, let's say you took three hours a day and you had childcare for three hours a day. And every day for three hours, you plugged into your business and you did income producing activities. Well, if you did that consistently over a year, you would definitely make that investment back versus sometimes people just look at that and they're like, oh, this is an added expense. Let me just save the money. You know, especially I know, Becky, you and I work with a lot of people who are wanting to transition from working full-time to becoming a full-time network marketer. So when they're making that transition, they're like, I know this is one thing, conversation I've had with a lot of clients. Okay, I'll just, um, this is the all I have to make if I'm going to transition from my full-time job to being home and I'll cut out childcare, I'll cut out my house cleaner, I'll cut out this because they think they're going to be home, right? But the mistake you make is the hours that you are going to be, um, home need to be working hours, you know, any thoughts on that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, I'm all for, you know, staying home and, you know, if you need to get out of debt or cutting costs or whatever, but I personally believe it's easier to make money than it is to save money. And especially in this industry, we can make the decision to give ourselves a raise, right? And I think, you know, very quickly, I recognized my team continued to scale when I implemented that. And I, you know, made more than what I was 
putting out as far as um, you know paying for things to be delegated. Um, but also too, there are things that you can do, you know, and prioritizing your time even if you can't afford to pay for childcare yet, or um, you know hire a house cleaner or whatever. I mean, I think there's a lot of things you can do to, to be creative uh, for delegating and like automating things. And that's one thing that I've taught for years. I've taught my team was, you know, basically to look at your schedule and say, okay, what are the th daily tasks? It's like almost like taking a piece of paper and folding it into thirds and saying, okay, what are your daily tasks? What are your weekly tasks? What are your monthly tasks? And it could include, you know, not just, um, you know, not just necessarily uh, business tasks, but it could be home responsibilities. What are things that you want to be done every day? What are things, you know, weekly, et cetera, right? And then looking at that and saying, all right, what can I automate? So like, what is something that I could do one time or two times a month or week or whatever, and it just does it on its own. So this might be your bills. Like maybe you just are like, oh my gosh, I'm late paying my bills or whatever. Do you have them set up to come out automatically, right? That's one less thing you have to worry about. It could be your, um, you know, laundry. You even set up a system telling your family, okay, everybody, this is the day we're doing laundry. Everyone, you know, in the household has to bring their laundry down in the morning before going to school, whatever. And then that way, you, you know, it's just kind of, you don't have to go hunting around the house, picking up laundry, right? That is a system itself. It could be that you are batching your content and then scheduling it out using Facebook scheduler in your community group. So you're not going, oh no, I haven't posted all week in my Facebook community, right? There's a lot of things that you can do to, you know, you know, basically like create a system, right? So that you're managing your time better and you're not, you know, necessarily, I guess, feeling like you have to spend money to take your time back. But I do believe in investing 100% in, you know, hiring a virtual assistant or a nanny or whatever it may be to give you that time. Because, I mean, goodness, I have seen just the success that has come from me doing that. Every time I've hired help, it's, it's because I was ready to scale. I was ready to go to that next level. And sometimes it hurts, right? It hurts a little to invest in your business, e either paying for coaching or paying for a course or paying, you know, hiring help. It might be a little, ooh, you know, at first, um, take your breath away, but it's scary because you're pushing yourself outside your comfort zone. Yeah. I love everything you said. And also to speak to the automating thing, you know, Something I think people don't realize is when you go from one task to the next task, the next task, the next task in a day, we talked last week about energy. Like that's one of the things that drains you is for your brain to flip from one thing to the next thing to the next thing. And so when you have the ability to really just have like a one track mind, so let's just say, for example, batching content. So social media content, let's say you took a Saturday, you were in a creative mood and you're like, I'm just going to batch a bunch of reels, or I'm going to batch a bunch of videos. I'm going to batch a bunch of like copywriting for your social media. Well, if you're in that mindset, you can sit there and do all of them while you're already in that creative mindset, where you're already putting videos together. And so when the week comes, it makes it super simple. Okay. Another example of this is like meal prepping. I used to be like the queen of meal prepping. I'm just now getting back into it. Cause I've realized here's the thing is I've realized I'm like, I am wasting 
so much time on a random Tuesday where I've got to make two trips to Kroger because I didn't plan ahead, you know? And so when you stop and you say, I'm going to plan out all my meals for the month, let's just say dinners for your family. And then on a weekend, you stop and say, what can I prep? That way, when the weekday comes, you have all of these meals already ready to go. And that will save you time throughout the week. So um, any other tips for that? I just think that's, yeah, that's very helpful because people may think, oh, I'm not trying to be all like, you know, I'm not a bodybuilder. Oh, I'm not this type of person, a health nut or whatever. But I think more than anything, recognizing like if you're going to be cooking chili during the week, cook your ground beef, dice up, you know what I mean? Cook up, like plan things so that you're, it may only be five minutes or 10 minutes that you're saving yourself, but guys, that adds up like yeah. that, you know, if 10 minutes here, five minutes there, and then you're going to take back several hours in your week that you're able to be so much more productive and get more done. Yeah. And your kids can be involved. Simple things like, can they, if you're cooking, like, can they open cans up for you? Can they, you know, what are the things that they can do? Can they get things out of the pantry or the refrigerator um, whenever you're Mm -hmm. cooking? Like there are things that you can do, you know, to be able to do that. So I know that you teach that system. One of the things that I have talked with clients about is the four D's. And so I've talked about this on my podcast before, but really looking at do delegate, delay, and delete. And what that means is like, when you look at those tasks, you know, asking yourself, what are the things that only you can do? So obviously we prioritize family. So if it's, you know, if you're saying, all right, today I'm going to be really intentional to go outside and play with my kids. Well, only you can do that. You know, yes, we agree with having childcare and help and all the things, but if they're, you know, prioritizing family time where only you can do that, Um, you know, you're the one, are you the one that is, um, you know, whatever it is, like, look at those things and say, what are the things that only you can do then with delegate? We've talked about that. Like, what are things that you can pass along to someone else that has a sense of urgency? Like it does need to get done, but it doesn't have to be done by you. Like, it's not a big deal if somebody else does it. And then the next one is delay. And so what are the items that probably do need to be done by you, but there's not a sense of urgency with it. And so it can be delayed. You know, do you need to, um, I know this morning, Becky and I had a meeting about things and um, we said, okay, we're going to talk about this in a year. You know, there are things that maybe you think of, or you're like, Hey, I really want to do this. Or you have creative ideas, but not everything is urgent. Like not everything has to be done then you have to stop and prioritize, okay, what are the things that absolutely have to get done this week? What are the things that absolutely have to get done today? And really making those things a priority. And then the last one is to delete. So do delegate, delay, and delete. Delete is basically saying no to things, setting Mm -hmm. boundaries. Are you going to hurt some feelings? Probably. Mm -hmm. Are you going to have some people who are frustrated with you? Probably. But you have to think about your mental health, your energy, like what you're able to do. And if it's not, if it is not like a definite yes, really consider, especially because we are talking to entrepreneurs who are really wanting to be focused. If you are focused in your business, it's going to require you to say no to things. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh my goodness. And you know what? Sometimes... Um, what was it? I think it was you that you said it might be a God thing, but it might not be a God thing for you. That came from Heather. Heather, so not, all, right. 
not all good things are God things and not all God things are God things for you. Because sometimes people feel like, you know, they should be doing something because it's Mm -hmm. good or with good people, but it may not be for you. Right. No, I know. I mean, I've even had times in my, in my business where I, backed out of a mastermind. And it wasn't that I didn't love the people or I didn't whatever, but I was already spread thin at that point in time. Right. And they, maybe those people were working towards something that I wasn't in a, in the headspace for, or couldn't, you know, handle at that point in time, or maybe in the past I volunteered, uh, you know, I used to help in our preschool praise at church and I love doing it. I really do. Don't get me wrong, but you know, the minute they, I needed to start preparing, like, for, you know, for uh, lesson plans and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, I just, can't. I had to, I had to say no, because I knew like, if I could just show up and help and be a helping hand, if I'm already there anyway, sure. I don't mind. Right. But I knew my limit and I knew I was already, you know, committed to so many things. And I think, you know, it's, I'm very grateful, right. That there are people that are willing to volunteer, but I think we just sometimes, we have to say no and set those boundaries, even if we think we want to do it, but it might not be what aligns at that point and that season in our life. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say is it's, it's a season, you know, sometimes in your business, you go through these seasons. And especially if you're in a business where, I mean, all network marketing, but especially in a business where you're in, you have a residual product as your product is you may be in a season where you put a little bit more work on the front end so that later on you can kind of take your foot off the gas a little bit and have, you know, a big client base or a big team base, like all of that. But I really feel like looking at your season of life and asking yourself, is this a priority? Like, is this what I need to say yes to right now? And if it's not, evaluate that. Mm-hmm. Yes, totally agree. <laughs> agree. Yeah, well, I'm excited because we're assuming at this point that you've already joined our thriving tribe community. But if you haven't, you need to be a part of it because we're going to be talking about some of these things and sharing really great information. But I wanted to um, to hear, Monique, did you have anything else that you feel like, you know, maybe some action steps for the, you know, our thriving tribe community? What what can they do to kind of take back their time and uh, really just give themselves the opportunity to scale without that burnout? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, the first thing that comes to mind, it's not necessarily like a, 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 a like hands-on thing, but just an overall mindset is I would really encourage you to stop worrying about what people think about you. Because I think one reason why people struggle with time management is because they're so concerned about what other people think that they're doing all of these things because they're like, well, this is expected of me. You know, this is what my team expects. This is what my parents expect. Even us as adults, like still like this, is what my parents expect. This is what, mm-hmm. you know, I'm doing this because I feel like it's what I need. But if you, if you stop worrying about what people think about you and you ask yourself, like, is this really what I need to be spending my time doing? Is this really the best thing for my family? If I didn't get the you know, let's say I'm going to use the example you gave of volunteering, you know, teaching Sunday school class. Like if you never got the applause or the thank you or the, you know, whatever, like, would you even be doing it? 
And so sometimes I think people need to ask themselves why they're doing what they're doing, because if you're doing it for the wrong reasons or just because you don't feel like you can say no, I think that alone is going to free up your time. Even my, I'll just give you this example. My kids hate this rule, but I have a rule in our house, which is if you ask me to do something within the same day, the answer is no. Like if they say, Hey, can we go spend the night at so-and-so's house? Hey, can we have like these friends over? My answer is no. Like if you give me a 24 hour notice, so let's say they said, Hey, we want to have these friends come sleep over. Okay. If you ask me for tomorrow, I'll say, sure, we can plan ahead. We can do that. Um, but what I found was the reason I had to implement this rule is because I have three children and there would be times where I'd be out, you know, at a ball game and then, you know, a friend, they see a friend there, they want to go home with the friend. And then I've got to go at 10 o'clock at night and go pick up the kid for the, just like different things that would get thrown onto our schedule. And I realized with three kids, I was creating so much more chaos because I would say mm -hmm. yes to things all the time because, you know, kids, they just have these last minute <laughs> ideas. And so I've taught them. I mean, they know now, like I've taught them, if you want to do something, I will say yes, but it is at least a 24 hour notice we'll plan ahead. I'll talk with the other parents and we'll plan to do that. But I think, you know, maybe if I were not in the position I am right now where life was really busy and, you know, I have to prioritize my time, then maybe I wouldn't have that rule. But for our family, that's just an example of the boundary I have to put in place for my own sanity. Yeah. Oh man. It's so funny. You said that though, because I remember growing up, my parents would hate it. If I ever asked in front of, and I, and I hate it now, if my kids do this, if you ask in front of the person, right? Yeah. Like, Oh, can I do this or whatever. It's so funny. Yeah. Right? How now as parents we're like, yeah, I totally get it. Yeah. We're the same way. I think you have to, and we have to teach our kids those, you know, like time management in a sense, because even my daughter, Sarah, you know, I have to, you know, she doesn't, we were just talking about this. I think like, she doesn't always understand if she wants to stay up with us and watch a show, but then we don't have time to read, you know, and I have to set that boundary even with my kids, right? Like, no, I need you to go to bed at this time so that I can be, you know, a, a good mom, you know, right. I be able to have the energy I need to take care of you. And I want, you know, I almost, she's at that age that I, I'm explaining it, you know, to her. And I think, I think many of us, especially women in general, struggle with the whole um, people pleasing. We want to we want to say yes to all the things, but we we shouldn't and we can't if we're going to be, you know, the best version of ourselves. So, right. yeah, totally on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. And I think just practical tips, you know turning off your notifications, being laser focused. Like if you block off time and say, okay, I'm going to do this one task. I'm going to clear my inbox, you know, whatever it is, then you don't get distracted until that one task is done. And to be honest with you, like people can get a lot done in a short period of time. Like if you're focused and you don't have distractions, I think that's probably the hardest part for most people is that there are those distractions. I was actually talking to um, so I have a mastermind group and it's the girls who've already gone through the program and are in our mastermind. And so we were talking and one of the girls uh, for a while has said like, I'm going to work in the nooks and crannies. She, you know, she stays home with the children and she said, I'm going to work in the nooks and crannies. And then she realized, she said, I have recognized that I have to have dedicated time that is work time because 
she realized it's so difficult to be like for your brain to be going back and forth from trying to work on your phone, then, oh, you know, don't, you know, Johnny, get off the couch or get off the counter or whatever, you know, the constant like back and forth between your kids and your work and all of that. And really having that uninterrupted time and communicating with your kids too, like telling them, Hey, mom's going to go work for one hour. When I get done working, you know, I'll play with you or we'll go to the park or we'll go do something and communicating that with them and actually sticking to those boundaries. Mm, Yes. Yes. Because I think too, um, for me, at least I've recognized that a couple of things first from the parent and like mother standpoint, when I am with my kids, if I have those clear boundaries for myself and for them. I don't feel that sense to be pulled back into my office or that like guilt of like, oh, I was, I need to finish working on blah, blah, blah. But instead I recognize like, no, I've set the allotted time for whatever it is. Right. And then also my kids aren't like resentful or like, you're always working. You're always this and that. And, and it's not to say that you can't do a side business or whatever and work it into the nooks and crannies. But again, coming back to that, everyone is in a different season. And so for me, I have little ones and like, they don't understand. I mean, you know, they do to a degree, but it's like, I don't want them. I want them to grow up thinking like, wow, yes, my mom broke all these glass ceilings for us. And we've had this phenomenal life, but I also want them to know and remember that I was also always present. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, I've had, I've had a couple of reminders, you know, from my, uh, both of my girls, but especially my oldest, you know, mom, you're put your phone down. You're not even watching or whatever. And, and thinking back about, um, you know, our kids are always saying, watch me, right? Like how many times has your kid said, Hey mom, watch this. Or Hey mom, did you see this? And, and that right there, right They're they're telling you, I want your attention. I want you to see what I'm doing. And I think for me, knowing when I set like a timer or something, they, they get excited. So like, okay, you know, in an hour or 30 minutes or whatever, that timer goes off and we use Alexa. (laughs) So when Alexa goes off, then I come out and I, you know, I'm like, I leave work over here. And, and I think, you know, it's, it's hard sometimes, right? Like if we have little ones and we're trying to work it in, but Um, I, I think it is really important to have dedicated time, you know, and that might look different for everyone. Maybe your dedicated time is while you're at work during your lunch, because you're not around your kids, right? Maybe you're working in your, your business then and, and writing up some content for your social media or whatever it is. Um, it's going to look different for everyone, but I do think, uh, it's, it's hard for me, even like when I'm in my office to jump from thing to thing to thing, right. It's, it's much better if I can just power through like one thing at a time Mm -hmm. uh, versus trying to do all the things, you know, in a, in a certain amount of time. Well, and that's also the beauty of working hours, like business hours, you know, treating your business like a business where you have business hours, it allows you that freedom. Sometimes people think of it as, uh, you know, uh, I guess, um, I don't know, just being trapped in those business hours. But I would say if you've heard the saying discipline equals freedom, that that's what that is, is like, whether it's the timer that you do or whatever is the discipline of sticking with the boundaries that you put in place gives you freedom that when that time is up, you can go be with your family and be present. Mm, Yes. Without the mom guilt. (laughs) Yes. Without the guilt. Yeah. (laughs) So, okay. Well, thank you so much for those who are listening. Is there anything else you wanted to add, Becky? 
No, I'm just excited about uh, what is to come. And, and as we mentioned before, just make sure you're in our community. We're going to continue to serve you guys, give lots of value, and uh, we'll put the link to join. And, you know, just stay tuned. There is some really exciting things. We've got the the Thriving Tribe magazine that is like, I am just so pumped about this. We're going to have a lot of goodness coming to you guys in our community through that magazine and also just a lot of collaborations that we're going to be doing. It's going to be really awesome. So we're, we're looking forward to working with you guys. Thanks for listening. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening to my podcast today. One way to spread the word and share what you've learned today with others is just to simply take a screenshot, post it on your social platforms, and don't forget to tag me. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a five-star review on whatever platform that you're listening to this episode on. As always, I appreciate your love, support, and encouragement. I'm cheering you on, friend.